Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Another great day when it comes to the economy. 4,000 laid off by Cisco Systems. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. We're going to get through it together, guys. If my voice represents how you feel, I'm sorry. They are dropping 4,000 employees. There's been a lot of tech companies that have shed employees over the last year. Call it a 12-month period. The tech sector isn't emblematic of the economy. Well, there's tech that's doing well. AI is doing uh, very, very well. But when this tech sector layoffs happen, where did these people go to work? They were all remote workers. They weren't all remote workers. And when you want people coming back to the office, you now have 4,000 more people not coming back to any office, which adds to the real estate issues and the real estate woes that we're seeing. This is not an, an example of things being strong. Layoffs sometimes occur because the business changes, adapts, morphs. That makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense to all rational people. This is people not being sure, in my view, of what's coming and planning accordingly. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. You don't know what's ahead. You don't know what's right there around the corner. And businesses can't plan. So what do they have to do? They have to prepare for the worst. They can't plan for a smart future. They don't know what's going to happen with this administration. They don't know what's going to happen with an election, which could change a whole bunch of things. And I think that's what we're seeing with this 4,000 job layoff. And then, of course, the news that came out last night, Indiana Supreme Court saying that John Rust cannot run. The Supreme Court ruling against John Rust, who's a candidate for Senate in the state of Indiana as a Republican. Um, He was saying that he is eligible to run or should be eligible to run. The rules are unacceptable. Um, The justices ruled that a majority of the court voted to stay the Marion County Court ruling from December that allowed Rust to be on the ballot. And the ruling then prevents the original ruling from Marion County from moving forward. So I have it right, right, that Rust cannot be on on the ballot. And Rust is already saying uh, that he is going to take this to the Supreme Court. He can. There are two arguments at play here. Uh, The first is whether or not there should be these restrictive rules to putting somebody on a ballot. 
I'm okay with people running. That's not, that's not my issue. I am fine with it in every way. The, the, the second one is, what do you think of him as a candidate? And while I have very, very strong feelings about the ads I've heard on WIBC, I don't have a problem with people running. If you don't like the way the system is set up, you have to change that system. So I think that if the Supreme Court's going to say, hey, there's a system in place, and your issue is they haven't changed the system to your liking, that's what I think is being said here. But we're going to follow this as it continues to play out. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Yes, Fulton County and the uh, state of Georgia both pay me direct deposits. Okay, so the cash that you would pay him, you wouldn't get it out of the bank? I have money in my house. You have money in your house, so it was just money that was there? When you meet my father, he's going to tell you as a woman, you should always have, which I don't have, so let's don't tell him that. You should have at least six months in cash at your house at all times. Now, I don't know why this old black man feels like that. But he does. When we were growing up, my daddy had three safes in the house. So my father's bought me a lockbox, and I always keep cash in the house. Now, I don't do it to the degree that my father would do it, so he would probably be uh, ashamed with me. But I always have cash at the house. That is Fonnie Willis, the district attorney in Fulton County, who took the stand yesterday because, well, she's angry that it was discovered that her and her lover, Nathan Wade, had a relationship earlier than they have both stipulated, this according to a source. And in, in the part two, he was paying for trips, vacations that they took together, and she was reimbursing him with cash. Where'd the cash come from? I kept it at my house because my dad told me to always have cash. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Now, my father, my actual father, told me to always have cash. And we have discussed it on the show before. I carry cash everywhere. And some people are like, why would you advertise that? People are going to come after you. Have we met? They're coming after me anyway. It won't be the, that, that I mentioned cash. I do not understand men who do not carry cash. I don't get it at all. I, I I think people can do whatever they want to do. They don't have to take my advice at all. But if you ask me, do I do I judge people? Do I do yes, I I I I look at people who don't carry cash and I look at them kind of askew. You can call it cultural or, or anything else you want. But it seems that my father and Fonnie Willis's father had the same idea. And Fonnie Willis actually goes into a conversation, the Fulton County DA, she's the one bringing charges against Donald Trump, utilizing RICO, saying that it was racketeering and trying to influence an election. 
It's a it's a special kind of hubris to do that. She goes into a conversation I actually agree with. That has been, I don't know, all my life. If you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. So I keep cash in my house. And I don't keep cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go on many dates. But when you go on a date, you should have cash in your pocket. 100% accurate. But that's not the story here, Fonnie Willis. The story here is that you went on a vacation to Belize with your lover, Nathan Wade, who you were paying more, as the sources describe it, than you would have paid other prosecutors. Remember, she's the district attorney. She hires Nathan Wade, her lover, to prosecute Donald Trump. That's what happened. They have this romantic relationship, which she is trying to now say, well, what do you mean by romantic? She's played all these uh, cards against uh, the uh, the attorneys there. It, it was, her, her time on the stand was nuts. And I've got the, I've got the audio. You, you won't believe it when you hear it. But what she's trying to state is that it's totally normal that she had $10,000, $15,000 in cash in her house and that she would pay him back for these vacations. No part of that is normal. He paid for the vacations on his business credit card. You paid him cash for the vacations. Does that make sense? No part of it makes sense. The whole thing is crazy as can be. Alan Dershowitz uh, talking about uh, the, the story, saying that perjury is possible. I think there's a plausible case for perjury here, but I think there's an open and shut case for disqualification based on the appearance of impropriety. Look, when you admit that you paid for all these trips on your credit cards, then the burden of proof shifts to the other side to demonstrate that there was payback in cash. And the fact that there are no records and the payments all have records, but the repayments have no records, gives rise to a plausible interpretation that that's not true, that there was financial benefit that accrued to the district attorney. Therefore, there's more than enough for the judge to say, at least an appearance of impropriety, total disqualification of the office, start from scratch, put the case in a different district. Let's see if an independent prosecutor thinks there's enough here for a RICO prosecution. So when we talk about the idea of impropriety, go with me on this. The vacation is paid for by the lover. She pays him cash. Was that just a fancy way of saying, hey, I'll pay you all this money from the public trust. Here's this giant salary for you. And the kickback is I get vacations. You put them on your business card. Nobody knows the wiser. If anybody asks, I gave you cash. Feel the air quotes for the vacation. Oh, and there's no receipts. You see how that money laundering works? Fonnie Willis uses the public dollars to pay her lover, Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade then buys the vacations, and she allegedly pays him back with cash. If you need me to explain it again, I will, but I might need, if I need some help here, maybe this will help you understand it all. Okay, now you get it. Now you get it. 
All right, I wasn't sure if maybe you didn't get it before, but now, now we understand. Oh, you, oh we still don't. We still don't uh, un- understand. All right, let me let me see if there's another way I can uh, I can make you understand this. Yeah, I thought that might help. That I thought that would do the the, the trick. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Being reported breaking news that Alexei Navalny, opposition leader, in Russia to Vladimir Putin, who was jailed by Putin, is dead. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. There is a statement that has been put out by the prison service saying that Navalny, quote, felt unwell after he took a walk on Friday and almost immediately lost consciousness. This is Vladimir Putin killing his opponents. There is no other question. There is no other doubt. I certainly am not going to say, you know what? He just, uh, he got the vapors and and that's what took his life. Vladimir Putin put him in jail. Vladimir Putin has had other people killed. No part of this is surprising. But no, tell me more about the subway system. The argument to be made, and and, and I, you know, I, I put this out about uh, the the supermarkets. This is about the Tucker Carlson interview, and and I had no problem with him doing the interview whatsoever. Do interviews, my gosh! But you're going to go to a supermarket and you're going to say, "Oh, look how beautiful the supermarket is! Look what you do! You see, you have the cart here, and you put some rubles in the cart, and then when you when you uh, return the cart, you get your rubles back. It's an incentive to return the cart. You mean like Aldi has done for as long as I've been in an Aldi? There's nothing new here. Why are you celebrating this? Why are we celebrating, look how clean the subways are? If the argument is that the United States needs in these cities to do a better job and actually live up to its promise, I don't disagree. If the argument is Russia does it better, you're twisted in the head. You're twisted. And so I had had put out a a, a post uh, that when someone moves to Moscow because of Tucker Carlson's reporting, I hope they'll do daily dispatches on X telling us how good their life is. And people are like, you missed the point. You missed the whole point. No, I didn't miss the point, kitten. You did. And I'm willing to fight about this. Tucker is making an argument, one would ostensibly say, that people in the United States are not being treated the way they should because look how they're being treated in Russia. Look at what we're allowing to happen in the United States. Russia doesn't allow this. That's what he's saying. That is a propping up of Russia. The groceries were were far less expensive than in the United States. The median income in Russia is far less than in the United States as well. No discussion of that. How about a discussion of what homes have plumbing and what homes don't? 
This is the, exactly the same argument when people tell me, my gosh, China is so great. Look at their high-speed rail system. Isn't that wonderful? It's not wonderful for the Uyghur Muslims who are in re-education camps while their wives are being raped by the state. Don't tell me about their trains. Don't tell me about Russia's trains. Don't tell me about their supermarkets. Any Russian anywhere would trade their supermarket for a U.S. supermarket during the depths of COVID when the shelves were half empty in a heartbeat. And to say otherwise is just not logical. You're full of whatever it is you want to be full of. Let's fight, guys. Let's not have this argument between us. Someone's going to move to Russia based on Tucker's recommendation. Guaranteed. Of course it's going to happen. I want to see the daily dispatches. Here's Garrett on X. Why don't you go to Russia, Tony, and show America what's there? Sounds like you're jealous of Tucker. My case is rested. That's all. No rational thought. Only an immediate desire to protect the fiefdom. Tucker had every right to interview uh, Vladimir Putin. Good on him. The people who were opposed to it are out of their head. The European nations that want to deny him travel, disgusting and despicable and reckless. These people aren't believers in free speech at all, which of course they're not. They're Europeans. But look at how wonderful a Russian supermarket is. If you buy into that, you're as dumb as your mama. I'm telling you, I want to fight about this because I want to make sure that we engage a distinction. It is not about whether or not the man should do an interview. Absolutely, he should. But you think I'm not going to comment on what is clearly a messed up observation without any background information? Good Lord. And look at how people respond. Not with a, well, Tony, what about this? Oh, you're just jealous. Fantastic. Why have the conversation when you can just do a name call? I ain't worried about it. And I will name call back. You're as dumb as your mama. Now, I don't know if that's actually name calling. I don't know. Maybe I have to do better. But sometimes it's radio and I try and, you know, I try and make sure I keep the job. If you want to trade a Russian supermarket for a U.S. supermarket, knock yourself out. If you want to state that what we allow in our subway systems and our train systems and our bus systems is unacceptable, I'll agree. Vote differently. Vote differently. Look at who runs those cities. Look at who allows that to happen and make it stop. Some leadership in this, some clarity in this wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Look at how terrific the supermarket is in Moscow. You fall for that, you're nuts. It's a gross thing to say. Gross. That's all. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
much less cash that time, probably four or $500. And then I paid for uh, a bunch of stuff. I think we did two different wine tours that you do, which are pretty expensive. Um, I think I bought him. He likes wine. I don't really like wine, to be honest with you. I like Grey Goose. Um, I bought him a bottle of wine while we were there and the sippings that you do. I can't remember how many, like four or five different places you go. I remember we went to um, to this place that they do pairings. Um, that was the most expensive thing that I think that we did while we were there. So they would pair, uh, they, they would pair uh, champagne, chocolate, and... Champagne, chocolate, and caviar. It was a three, and it was like three different things. Sweden, Russia, someplace else. I'll make that up. But um, that that was the most expensive thing we did that trip, and I paid for it. I paid for that. That's Fonnie Willis. On the stand, because of the allegations that she hired Nathan Wade to prosecute Donald Trump, Fulton County, the RICO case, claiming the election uh, interference. She hired a guy she was in a relationship with, her lover, and then he took them on vacation, multiple vacations over a two-year span. I guess being a Fulton County District Attorney, a lot of hard work. And she paid him back in cash. But there are no receipts. This is ugly, and I don't see how she isn't removed from this case. Except, of course, everything's possible. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything going on at TonyKatz.com. It's seeing them on the stand yesterday, seeing the arguments that they were were making, how angry Fonnie Willis is, uh, full of Honey Badger. Honey Badger don't care. I mean... It was it was it was madness. And the way she was talking to the judge, the way she was talking to the other lawyers. I don't have much experience in a courtroom. The most experience I have was when I got called for jury duty. And watching that whole process. So there is we're in the the courtroom as they're selecting. A much different experience, I'm sure. But uh, all I know is. I could not have imagined anybody in the courtroom speaking to the judge the way Fonnie Willis spoke to the judge. I could not, could not see it. The level of respectfulness in everybody's tone, every lawyer, the bailiff, the people who assist, the people in the, in the, in the jury box who are, you know, part of the jury pool, everyone you were hyper aware of it. And you watch Fonnie Willis and you're like, what is, what am I watching here? And oh, there's a lot to that. A lot to that. I, I will get more into it. But as the experts are stating, there's no way that she stays on this case against Trump. Leaders have a higher obligation. It's not personal. It's not egotistical. It's not about you. It's about the office and the pursuit of justice. To your point, uh, it might be appropriate for Ms. Willis to consider removing herself from this case now and turning the reins over to a senior official in the, in the district attorney's office and let him or her handle it. 
because this is getting ugly and it's getting messy. And my guess is it's not going to get better. No, no, it certainly is not. But I don't know what a judge is going to do because the judge seems to just let her go. Let her be rude. Let her be on the attack. Only kind of admonished her once. We will see.